Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to Guild Fellows, your favorite podcast where our characters are about to actually level up by some slight rule bending by their favorite GM. Uh, so just a um, just a background here. Um, so since you guys complete a three-step story, which I'm counting step one, get off uh, the Isle of No Name. Step two, um, travel throughout fantasy Europe. <laughs> to get to Rodachi. I don't know why I blanked on the name of the main setting. <laughs> Fix it in post. <laughs> and uh, step three, uh, solve the Russian mystery or the Usurian mystery, mystery. get to Rodachi, don't get killed or, or apprehended by the witches and escape with your lives. So um, since we're doing, we have done a three-step story, uh, everybody just roll 3d10s. <laughs> And don't forget, tens explode because we're also slightly bending the rolls for more fun. I got one raise. I also uh, got one raise. Yeah, I got one raise too. Should we all just like roll a d10 and whoever? <laughs> yeah, just roll a d10. Darn! I was hoping to to get seven c with it, but whatever. Everyone uh, just roll a d10. <laughs> I got a two. Got a six. Got a three. All right. Um, looks like we're doing, uh, Sinead, Arthur, Q. Are you guys all okay with that order? Yeah. Good with me. All right. So, um, we are back on the ship. We are, uh, getting ready to sneak Giuseppo into Vidachi and our characters. What are, um, you, what are your levels? What you doing? What you taking? Skills, advantages, quirks. What you got? Okay. So I did, um... I spent two of my points uh, taking an advantage called uh, Got It. Uh, I can spend a hero point to immediately pick a lock, crack a safe, or disarm a trap. Ah, um, sweet. Uh, so that'll be handy, hopefully. 
Um, and then I spent my last point uh, leveling up my convince. So now I went from zero to one in convince. All right. Sweet. Anything else uh, you want to mention or do? Uh, are, are we doing the story now? Are we, like, doing things? Or should everyone explain the uh, things I figured if, if uh, we just go around and explain the things. But if you wanted to say, like, Sinead spent some time cracking oh, the Oh, no. We, we, can, we can go to the – we can do the level stuff. Okay. Um, all right. Arthur. Okay. So um, my plan for Arthur was to uh, improve three skills that – I only had uh, one measly point in um, those skills being athletics, hide, and sailing. So now I've got two in athletics, two in hide, and two in sailing. All three of which I think will be pretty useful. Um, and if we're not going to do a story now, then I'll hold off on um, how that came about. All right. Um, so we got advantage. We got quirks. All right. Uh, oh, no, we got advantage and skills. Um, we're going to Q. Q, what are you leveling up? Okay, I just want to take this moment to appreciate. That means that... So, wait, for all those skills for Arthur, you went from zero to one, right? I uh, know. I went from one to two. Okay, just making sure. I was like, how how is Q more athletic than Arthur? That didn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> 30-year-old knight. <laughs> yeah. I'll continue. Uh, I dumped everything into advantages because um, I didn't want anything that was actually like mechanically relevant. I was just going for the plot. So I went for camaraderie, which is a three point advantage, but it only costs two points if you're from Montaigne. And, you know, I like a good deal. So whenever I spend a hero point to aid an ally, they gain four dice instead of three. And uh, Q Oof. also has gotten their sea legs. So while aboard a ship, treacherous footing never affects them. They gain one bonus die on any physical risk while aboard a ship at sea, engaging in a sword fight on a pitching ship deck or climbing through the rigging during a storm, etc. So nice. Q's gotten used be to being on the water. Nice. I, uh, I guess you really got, got to know the ocean pretty well. <laughs> okay uh we're going on to uh the story portion and we're going to begin with Sinead uh what is Sinead doing on the ship um where are we <laughs> on the remember. ship <laughs> you uh just got back to the ship um after escaping the uh Vodachin witches um okay and then we decided we were going to go to that one city um I forgot Laurentia yes Laurentia um, I almost said Lantana, which is a different, different campaign. Um, We're going to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great TV show. Um, okay, so have, is the ship like on its way? Are we going, or do I need to move it? Um, I'm going to say that it's it's already on its on its way. And if you would prefer for your narrative that you want to move it, then we can do that too. So whatever would work better for your story. Yeah, I I think. Well, wait, hold on. Okay, so last. Last session, I was, like, yelling at them to get it going. So the ship is already going. Oh, you're right. You're right. Because <laughs> I yelled I, Captain, again. And yes. <laughs> I made myself laugh because I think it's funny. So the ship is headed uh, the direction, so. Yeah. All right. Um, then I'll just do checks. Make sure everyone's doing everything correctly. Okay. All right. Uh, that's going to be uh, sailing plus uh, wits, as usual. I think it's a, it's a mental yeah, thing. Yeah, I think that's you're not, usually is. You're not fighting a storm, so it's going to be wits and not resolve. And you're not tying the knots, you're ordering people, so it wouldn't be finesse. Right. Okay. Ooh. 
Okay, not bad. Oh my god, I got a lot of eights. Um. Okay, I got one, two, three, four raises. Um, it's gonna take four hours to get there. For each raise uh, you spend, uh, you can obviously bank them. It's gonna be one hour fewer. Okay, I will um, bank one raise, and it will. I'll bank one and spend the rest. Mm -hmm. Spend three. Okay. So however uh, that works. So all right, sixty minutes okay. <laughs> until you guys are in Laurentia. Yeah. Uh, it is Rob's turn or Arthur's turn. Okay. Um, so Arthur's been thinking about a few things. Um, the first thing that he's noticed kind of over the past six months is that he's lost a bit of weight. Um, our boy's getting lean. He's been doing a lot of running, a lot of jumping, a lot of climbing, a lot of fighting on the ocean. And, uh, you know, he just feels a little bit more spry than, than he used to. You know, at 30, he was kind of consigned to the fact that his body was going to decay. But, you know, now he feels kind of a little bit more vigor. So he's feeling a little bit more athletic. And... He's also, unbeknownst to the crew, been uh, been slinking around the ship at night um, during the night watch and has been trying to figure out how to be a more effective hider. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he, he... <laughs> Just for the hell of it. I mean, well, <laughs> well, okay, here's the, here's the reasoning. Uh, Arthur grew up on, uh, you know, the mainland Avalon. Right. And his camouflage skills and his kind of patience as a hunter... We're all about just kind of like lying in wait and like moving silently, but on a ship and kind of in a more urban setting, uh, he has to adapt those techniques a little bit. So he's been practicing oh, recently. That um, is brilliant, especially mm -hmm. after all the the intrigue on the Usurian ship. That's uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, he, he, and all the sneaking we're gonna about to have to do, and all the sneak. You guys do a lot of sneaking. Come to think of it. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really been uh, put to good use. Um, the last thing he wants to do is uh, go find Sinead and have a little conversation with her. Okay. Uh, Sinead um, was just recently yelling at people at the rigging, uh, which is kind of where you can find her a lot of the time, I feel like, in yeah, between ports. <laughs> okay. Um, so is she in the rigging? Like, is she, do I need to climb up to see her? No, uh, I, I think she would be at the bottom yelling up, probably. Okay. There you go. Um, so Arthur's going to walk up behind her and go... <clears throat> Uh, Sinead, can I have a word with you for a second? I'm a little busy, but I guess I could spare a moment. Um, well, so I've been thinking. Uh, this ship, the Lady Morrigan, it, well, it's just about the only home I have. Um, I've been holding out hope to go back to Avalon, but it seems like we're gonna be at sea for a while, and, well, this ship is taking good care of me, and anyway, I always think that if something's gonna take care of you, you should learn how to take care of it. So I guess what I'm saying is, um, would you perhaps have the time to teach me a little bit more about how to be an effective sailor? Oh, so you want to learn how to be a captain, eh? Oh, I mean, I, I, well, I am a natural leader, but I wouldn't hope to <laughs> usurp your position as captain. I mean, just be a bit more handy around the ship and understand how everything works, so. And you want to learn from the best of the best. I understand. Well, I mean, there, there really isn't any other options on the ship to teach me. But I, I yes, I, I suppose, yeah, I do want to learn from somebody that is <clears throat> experienced, certainly. Well, all right then. If you want to learn, I have to warn you. I'm not going to go easy on you. <laughs> that is fine. I'm sure I've had more punishing teachers. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> but, all right, I, uh, I excitedly 
agree. Great. So when should we start? Well, you can start by going up there and helping them with the rigging. Because they're doing an awful job. Oh, but I don't <laughs> I don't know how to do the the rigging. They'll teach you. Just just go up on a hit. When you say that, um, uh, doing an awful job, a uh, Castilian man, like 25 years old, like falls, <laughs> like thumps <laughs> off the rigging in, in front of you, like between you guys oh, having a conversation. Christ. Is he dead? He'll be fine. He fell like 10 feet. <laughs> He'll be all right. He falls all the time. <laughs> it's like his MO. Uh, well, go um, on. Okay. And then Arthur starts clambering up the rigging. Uh, okay, um, everybody's going to be be watching you because everyone is like, oh, yes, our, uh, our, you know, our archer hunter uh, fighter is now doing some uh, sailing stuff. And it's kind of a, a point of attraction for a lot of crewmates as they're climbing around the rigging and tying knots off. Uh, a lot of eyes are on you, Arthur. They're like, wow, he's so hot and strong. and like, What a man. Actually, yeah, you know what? Roll, roll for, roll for hotness. Uh, I, give me panache plus. Uh, this is not a joke. Uh, panache plus athletics. Let's <laughs> see everybody like the jock in high school uh, Arthur Perfect. version. Um, Great. If you get a zero, everyone's like, "What is this lumbering oaf doing <laughs> in the rigging? Has he ever seen a rope before?" Uh, a one and people are like, uh, uh, you get a two and people are like, oh my goodness, Arthur can, can rigging a three. And people are like, look at those arms go, you know, you're getting like sweaty. There's like a glean on your skin, uh, a four and, uh, a new romance arc opens up. If you want to spend all those raises. Um, geez. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I got three raises. Okay. Do you want to spend them all on, uh, this, <laughs> Fun, but not super important uh, role. Fuck, fuck yeah. I want to put all my raises into hotness. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody is... So no new romance arc uh, opens up, but everybody's watching Arthur. And people are like, my goodness. I didn't know his arms were that big. Is, is he climbing with one arm? That's not even... How does that even work with the laws of physics? Yeah, I think, he, like, I think I, he probably took his shirt off somewhere on the way up. Like, oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he Someone's like, <laughs> yeah, Sinead's like, what in the world? I love it. Uh, uh, Isaac Newton would not be happy with this, is what everyone's saying. Is He defies the law of gravity in a brilliant display of athleticism. Uh, Sinead, you watch Arthur absolutely kill it up there. Don't trip. <laughs> um, I think I think Arthur's like trying to tie a knot up there, and he's like, Captain, how do I, how do I tie this? How do I... My- <laughs> My, I think my maybe one of your new friends wave. can help you, probably. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, a nearby uh, Castilian woman, um, about 31, 32 years old. Uh, she has uh, uh, black hair, but one strand is gray. It goes down to her shoulders uh, and olive green eyes. Uh, she says, perhaps I can teach you how to tie a sheep shank. Oh, I would, I would love to learn how to do that. Okay, um... The first things first, uh, make sure you make the, turn the rope to make a hole. Okay, like this. Uh, the other way, uh, left over right. Oh, oh, I see, like this. Yeah, that's how you do it. Okay, now, put the, put the one strand through the hole. Okay, Arthur follows her instructions. Okay, now move it around back the, back the stem you already created, and your left hand. 
Okay, now bring it back up through the hole one more time. Okay, like this. Ah, yes. Now pull it tight. And he yanks it. You bet he does. Uh, <laughs> you have leveled up in sailing. Uh, she says, oh, I've been sailing my whole life, and that was almost pretty good. And she, like, swings away Tarzan style. Uh, she, like, high-fives Enrique on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, rolling my eyes the hardest they have ever been rolled. <laughs> Uh, I've been cracking up this entire time. This is great. Uh, Sinead, I think I think I learned how to tie a new knot. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be tying the knot, all right? Okay. Um, I'm not gonna, anything I, else? I don't know that he's gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> I was just right there. Anything else you want to do, Arthur? Um, no, nah, I think he's just gonna chill in the rigging. I think he's just gonna lounge about with his shirt off in the rigging. I think that's kind of the goal for the rest of the day. <laughs> I leave immediately. Uh, <laughs> uh, See you for the you next are... lesson, Captain. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Arthur, you get sunglasses. Uh, and I'm totally kidding. You don't. But uh... oh, that reminds me, something I want to bring up. Um, we were. I was going through Sinead's character sheet. And then Arthur mentioned his. Uh, Sinead is canonically stronger than Arthur. Lol. Her brawn is a three out of five, and Arthur's is a two. We love um, it. We love strong women. So I, I, we do. Uh, the strongest amongst you uh, is the 16 and uh, one day year old. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so moving on to... I guess you can say Arthur's decrepit old age of 30 <laughs> lost some of his strength of his early 20s. Well, it's like it's not like Arthur is like a knight who like wears armor and to battle. Like most of his skills are predicated on like finesse or just being right. like dexterous. So Right. You are a hunter, not, yeah. a, not like a juggernaut. Um Q, you are up. What would you like to do before we land in the port? Yeah. Oh, I do want to say, I didn't want to interrupt earlier, but when you said tying the knot, all I thought of was Hayloft, where it's like, young lovers with their legs tied up in knots, young lovers with their legs tied up in knots. So, not marriage. <laughs> but uh, that, is, that is good. And you should listen to Hayloft by Mother Mother if you haven't. Um, gotcha. You should actually listen to a lot, everything by Mother Mother if you haven't. But um, <laughs> Q probably was actually at the top of the deck sort of watching that whole thing unfold with Sinead and <laughs> Arthur and kind of just laughing to themselves and sort of, you know, quietly reflecting on how close everyone has grown and like the sort of comfortability that uh, we fostered over the past weeks and months of, you know, being dead together and coming back and all of that. Um, and I would say that's probably where like the sense of camaraderie that they've all established come fr comes from. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like the sea legs are really just sort of, you know, the, the bond that they have with Lady Arbol and also just having actually spent significant amounts of time on a ship not like actively sailing, but doing stuff here and there um, and having to not have every single need catered to by someone else has kind of given them a bit footing of their own. All right. 
Sweet. Uh, and with that, we are all um, on our way to uh, Laurentia. Also, one more thing. Canonically, I was listening to uh, in my head. Why can't this be love? My Van Halen. Whenever Arthur was up in the rigging, <laughs> just like looking all uh, looking all hot. Everyone's like, "Oh my goodness." Um, anyway, not that that was super important, but I need to share that. Uh, Q, you are having your sea legs now. Congratulations! And uh, with that new character development, you're the last one to go before we sail into port. Um, you can see the city of Laurentia getting closer and closer. You're a few minutes away from being able to dock. Uh, everybody is scrambling about the ship, getting ready to make port. And it is up to you three to figure out the plan of action. So if Arthur remembers correctly, the plan when we got to Laurentia was for Giuseppo and Loriana to be disguised as like a newlywed couple. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, that's plan A, I guess. <laughs> yeah, considering we never came up with anything better. <laughs> um, Did you say this was like their honeymoon or something? Or are they just traveling? What was the backstory again? I, this was I think just like a month he, ago. I wanted it to be, you know, Lor uh, Giuseppe was just like Loriana's footman. And then Giuseppe was like, oh, I don't know how what servants do. And I was like, I don't know. What is all the shit that you never do? <laughs> just do it. You know that thing that you don't do called work? Why don't you give that a give that a shot? We we are really definitive in this podcast who we like and who we don't like. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just because he is the linchpin for this entire plot doesn't mean we have to be happy about it. <laughs> um, so I guess Arthur is gonna get down from the rigging and put his shirt back on and go talk <laughs> <laughs> and go talk to Giuseppo. Um, the, okay, as you're, as you're walking over to Giuseppe, who's uh, leaning over the, the side of the ship, his um, hair blow actually doesn't have hair anymore. That's right. <laughs> if it, it was just windy enough, if he still had hair that wasn't singed off, um, it would be blowing in the wind. Uh, a bunch of girls and gals in the rigging are uh, swooning as you walk by. <laughs> um, Arthur just goes up to him and taps him on the shoulder. Just like a little, like, he uh, says, uh, uh, and he just sort of trails off. He seems to be very deep in thought, preoccupied with what's in front of him, his old home. So, is the view like you remember? You know, it kind of looks the same, but there's something different about going to it instead of away from it. That's just... I don't know how to explain it. It just feels like I'm... Is it going to be the same place? It can look the same and be entirely different. You know? Like how people can change on the inside. Arthur kind of shrugs and just says, Well, the only thing that's certain in life is that things change. But if I were you, I'd be ecstatic to be going home. I mean, this is what you've been looking forward to, right? If we were about to dock in Avalon, I would be ecstatic, even if I was a wanted man there. You would think, wouldn't you? I'm rather confused. But you can't help the way you feel, I suppose. That's valid. Are you excited to see dear old Dad? I certainly am. Uh, at least I certainly hope. 
What kind of man is your father? He's a decent man. He, he's a good leader, and uh, well, to be honest, he's an excellent businessman, and that's sort of the pinnacle of virtue <laughs> around here. Um, but he's kind and he's gentle. Hmm. Well then, are you still set to go incognito to your return home visit, or have you thought of something different? Uh, to be honest, I, uh, I think it's the best idea. If I walk in undisguised, even with my new hair, I fear some of Marcello's men will maybe kidnap me or something. I, I'm afraid to go into public as, uh, as you said, a wanted man. Right, well, we'll try to get you as close to your father as you can, and once we get there, it's all up to you. So, we'll get you there and make it count. Uh, let's do it. Uh, where's Loriana? I, I, uh, we, we came up with a plan for us to be disguised together, right? Yes, I believe the agreement was that you were to be her prospective husband. Uh, yes, that, uh, that sounds like a good plan. It, it seems to be the, uh, most, uh, 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 logical, yes. Okay, well, you know the customs of this place better than I do, so I trust your instincts on how to play this. I'll try to keep uh, out of sight and in range as much as possible. Uh, absolutely. Out of sight and in range, that's, that's pretty good. You should get a tattoo of that. I am forbidden to get tattoos of the sort. Uh, why is that? Do you really have time for a philosophical conversation right now on guarding the Fae? Because if you do, I'd gladly talk to you about it. But... Uh, no, no, uh, we, we should get going. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so the Fae are creatures that really prioritize <laughs> okay, just, nature. And... <laughs> just, just, I, can like narratively say you tell them the, the entire thing is Giuseppe like stares off into space? <laughs> Yeah, the audience doesn't get to hear any of it because Giuseppo is the ears of the audience right now. And it's just yeah, fuck Giuseppo. We're saying <laughs> none of like it. Him. I, you know, I he's a sweetheart. He's just a little lost is in he, life. Is he a yeah. sweetheart? Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing his best. He just graduated college. And his best and is he's not good enough. Looking for what he wants to do, and he's, uh, and he's just you know he's trying these back with his family and he's he should try his harder. career and he's he's uh, he's trying his hardest it's hard there's a pandemic going on everything's difficult people are getting sick Oriana really is the type of girl to like stay with a schlubby dude being like oh my god i can change him and fix him he's, so <laughs> he's not schlubby <laughs> he seems kind of schlubby he's, he's wonderful i mean he's 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 kind and he, he's caring and he he studied english in college and he's well production um, he's well spoken. Is someone projecting? I've been projecting on Giuseppo since day one. Okay, well, I hate Giuseppo and I don't hate you, so maybe get better at that. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. Uh, okay, uh, time to bring it into port, Sinead. All right, am I rolling again? Uh, no, just you can just yell at the crew, and uh, also you should, uh, well, you can if you want, tell uh, station wherever you want. Um, you can roll up or sail up with the entire crew around. Um, half Odach and half Castilian. You can hide the Castilian half somewhere and let them take care of the ship so it doesn't look weird. Um, you can hide the Odach half, pretend to be Castilian sailors, uh, have them both, which would still look a little odd, but uh, however you want to place the crew and everything else. Oh, God. Um... And gather any supplies and have people set people up to do things. Or send them into town buddy system again. You can do that, too. Mm. 
that went poorly last time, so I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Okay, so I think what I will do is I'll have the Castilian half stay on the ship and take care of it, but then the Vodachin half like go out into town and uh, gather supplies since they know where they're going and how to speak gotcha. the language. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That that would definitely help. <laughs> okay. Um, so I I get up on my soapbox, and uh, <laughs> I uh, I say to all of them, "All right, uh, sailors from Castile, you're going to be staying here since you don't know the land. Uh, Vodachin sailors, you're going to be going out into town. Uh, I assume that you might be familiar with the language of your own country, and uh, getting supplies for the ship, and supplies for the crew, and Doing whatever else you see fit, fit for uh, for our, our journey. How are we going to buy oh, supplies? Captain, can I add something? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And Q has wealth points. <laughs> Continue. He's oh, been um, bankrolling our entire supplies. <laughs> 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 yeah, Q's just been bankrolling everyone. Um, yeah, I... Uh, the crew knows who we all are. Like, does the crew know who Giuseppo is? Um, I, yes, the, the Vodachi would have recognized him eventually and would have spread it, uh, to the Castilians. Uh, at first, some of it was lost in translation. So, um, the, uh, so canonically, uh, when they said he's the prince or something, some of the Castilians thought uh, they said something else and it was a whole big mess. And, uh, you guys weren't around for it because it was really more of a below deck sorts, uh, kind of a sitcom thing. But uh, they all know eventually who he was, uh, even if the Castilians took a little bit longer to catch on. Yeah, so Q just says, and by the way, if I find out that any of you have leaked the identity of our dear friend Giuseppe to anyone at all on port or through your conversations, allow his identity to be known, I will personally slit your throat with this dagger. Uh, everyone, uh, so you heard a raise of, oh, I captain, I captain, in various accents. And then when you start saying that, everyone's like, I, I yes, yes, yes. Uh, everyone sorts, like, mumbles nervously and looks at each other. And then they look at, uh, Sinead, like, are they serious? And I'll cut your head off for good measure. I promise you that. Everybody, like, hops too. And it's like, never, always, uh, those people always looking out for themselves. No worries. Um, and you they smile. start, fi- <laughs> yeah, they start filing off the ship, the Vodachins anyway, um, saying I captain as they go past to, uh, gather supplies. Um, the Castilians stay on, uh, as they do that, Loriana and Giuseppo come up, just, uh, Loriana is dressed as, um, a, uh, peasant, uh, Vodachin woman and Giuseppo is dressed as a peasant, peasant Vodachin man. And uh, they look like farmers, Italian farmers. Uh, they walk up to you and say, uh, they walk up to you, uh, Sinead, and say, <clears throat> Loriana says, hey, Captain, um, we just got married. Isn't that exciting? Like, actually. Well, well no, but it would be exciting, wouldn't it? Uh, you can have your opinion on that, but... Uh... Uh... <laughs> You both 
look good. Uh, Giuseppe says, I, I think I look rather dirty. What What is this I'm wearing? Uh, Arthur, this looks like more like your kind of thing, right? I mean, you're, aren't you a peasant? Arthur just like Three looks cackles. at him with like the hardest, <laughs> coldest eyes he's ever, like he just stares through his soul. And Arthur, you know, obviously has his like half his face burned too, like knows how to use this kind of visage and just looks at him. <laughs> um, yeah, you give him the, the Zuko stare and he <laughs> he just kind of uh, blushes thinking he shouldn't have, he's like, should not have said that, you know. Um, he Giuseppo says, yeah, that, that does sound rather nice. Uh, a honeymoon in my hometown where I've been fleeing from. How romantic. And Loriana says, how romantic. I say, you are the captain of a ship. You can actually marry us, Sinead, if you wanted to. Uh, well, I think no. we've got business to attend to, ladies and gentlemen. So why don't we yeah, uh, go yes, to yes, we do. Is, yes, we do. Well, this, the, the romance is just as important as the plot. Here. Uh, I disagree. Let, I, let, we need to get going. <laughs> if you start canoodling right. now, we'll never get there. Uh, <laughs> and also, if we're in port by now, can't captains only officiate weddings in international waters? Isn't that a thing? Oh, you're right. My goodness. I didn't think about that. So I guess you can. <laughs> I um, also love how Loriana and this this prince, yeah, Loriana's like this this death witch that grew up, or fate witch, that grew up in royalty. And Giuseppe was literal royalty. And they're like, yeah, like this 15-year-old Inish girl captain can definitely marry us. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> That's your standards? Like, you both are like... Oh, come on. But anyway. Well, in fairness, uh, that is true. That is hilarious irony. Uh, <laughs> they don't um, want an extravagant wedding. No. Well, I mean, Loriana spent 100 years in hell, and Giuseppo's been half burned to death. So it's and living off of uh, whatever we can cook on the ship. <laughs> They've lowered their standards. Um, that's probably why Giuseppo's so grumpy all the time. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing 
ever, probably. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's, it's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened, uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. The gangplank is down. It's time to go into Vidachi, everybody. Um, as you descend into Laurentia, you can hear some of the Vidachan music playing. Um, every, most of the people running around are uh, middle-class types of people um, who are substantially less wealthy than the, uh, than the nobility. There's a few people of noble worth in, around in this port. Um, but, and you can absolutely tell them apart. Everybody who has money has money here. This is the most wealthy you've ever seen. Um, the wealthy are running around in uh, beautiful uh, flamboyant uh, dresses, um, mostly black and uh, blue. The men are wearing uh, just uh, fluffy merchant-looking clothing. Um, the middle class, as opposed, they're mostly dressed as uh, artisans and merchants. Um, there's a variety of shops at your guys' disposal, should you choose to go th- uh, go to one of them. Um, all around is uh, people, or all around you are people bartering in uh, the Vodachan language, trading goods uh, left and right. Uh, you don't see any peasants for the most part. It looks to be pretty, uh, pretty empty. Um, uh, Giuseppe leans in and says, uh, Yes, the peasants, they're they're mostly farmers you wouldn't see them in an urban area their their day begins at sunrise and ends after sunset but uh, unless it's a lunchtime they don't really they don't really do much of uh, the non-farming thing although their lunches do last some time they're hungry people okay table talk just for a second yeah uh our plan is to deliver Giuseppo to, to dad, right? Yep, Antonio okay. Vivaldi, that's the plan. Okay, that's just like number one objective. Yep, okay. get him through the city without getting caught. 
Gotcha. Number two objective. Don't let these two get married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the I think the we're succeeding at that so far. Like, <clears throat> I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah. I mean, she's already wealthy, just not as wealthy. So I guess that how would is be she? A... How is she wealthy? She's been dead for a century. Well, yeah, oh, her bank account's been accruing she's, 100 she's not years anymore. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 did she have children or, like, family who's holding her wealth? Or did it go to uh, someone else? Like, what, what's the guys, trust in inheritance system of Adachi? You guys haven't asked her yet. <laughs> she doesn't seem know. to remember anything. She, like, just now got her name. That's true. She wouldn't have been, been able to tell you. but Or um, she's a lying bitch. Who knows? Ooh. She, she. It's not like she's been entirely truthful for with you guys for most of this no, campaign. No, I don't trust her. I don't trust her. Not a bit. <laughs> yeah. Not a single yeah, he... wink. She's gonna turn on Giuseppo as soon as possible. I believe it. You know what? Sheesh. I don't believe in love. Not this, for them. My goodness. Han just brought up a good point. Um, I think that is why Arthur is like a little bit like annoyed at at Giuseppo and Loriana's relationship because like he didn't like Damon. But he also respects the shit out of the fact that he basically sacrificed his life to save Loriana, and Loriana's like, oh, look at this little prince, and then, like, goes off with him. And I'm just kind of like, damn, Damon got done so dirty. Like, so dirty. <laughs> yeah. He's also in, in, encapsulated in, like, a necklace. Like, I don't... I yeah, guess well, his just... consciousness evaporates. Like, you can't talk about <laughs> anything anymore. Uh, yeah, it's it's rough, you know? After 100 years in hell, you kind of... It's closer to... a well, maybe that was marriage. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> you guys are uh, in the port, surrounded by mostly merchants, a couple of people in ridiculous expensive clothing, and the only two peasants around you, which are not peasants. <laughs> so, just as a, a point of order, uh, Giuseppo knew for a fact that there were just no peasants in this city and still thought it was a great idea to just disguise himself as a peasant. Yeah, Absolutely. I wasn't going to say anything, but that cool. seemed Ab- okay. So that was intentional. Abs canonically. Oh, yeah. He goes, I uh, I wanted to dress as a peasant so nobody would recognize me, but I guess I didn't think that through. I'm an inc- <laughs> incredibly intelligent man. How did I not think of this? Yeah, if My only goodness, someone had a better plan that would have made more sense, like having Loriana disguise herself as a noble and you being her footman, but it's whatever. Um, but, uh... That would have made more sense, uh, come to think of it. Yeah, well, I'll believe I can... your intelligence when I see it, Giuseppo. Q is going to go off to find some clothes so they can look hot and expensive. Uh, buying clothes for who? Well, Q. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you meant you were going to go buy clothes for Giuseppo Loriana so they don't stick out like a sore thumb if you want to just dress up. <laughs> I can get Loriana clothes too, yeah. <sighs> Okay. Arthur, I have so much wealth. Arthur is going to go with you and get something for Giuseppo to make him look less ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Arthur, uh, all right. There, so there's plenty of shops. You guys have your pick. Um, uh, before we start that, Giuseppo's going to go to Sinead really quick and be like, I, I really promise. I, 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 I'm a really intelligent man. Yeah. Think, okay. Okay. Know, all I, right. I, I, let's this just. Is not a, this... We gotta keep moving, Giuseppo. Please. Um. Okay. Uh. So you guys have uh. The, there's three shops closest to you. One of them is called uh, Random Ravioli, <laughs> and it looks like to be a, a high fashion, trendy store. So it's got all like the, uh, it has all the flashy stuff, all the the newest stuff that was traded in. 
um, from foreign places. Um, there's one called uh, the traditional tortellini, and uh, this is <laughs> mostly like black and traditional Vertachin fancy clothing. So uh, the, this, the noble witches love this one. And lastly, uh, there's uh, a shop called uh, the clothing store. <laughs> God damn it. Do we get pasta at all the other places? Because. Yeah, everything comes with a side of pasta. I know you can't be like racist toward Italians, like in the specific sense of the word. But, but this is this is stereotyping pretty hard. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Welcome to Antonio's Raviolio. No, Buy I, a hat I and get some free pasta. Eh? What are you doing? I, I just I, think it's really. I funny. think we'll be okay, Brennan. I think we'll be okay. They also um, invented fascism. Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, thank you Italian for that fans. anecdote. Um, which clothes? Which store says old money the most? Um, so that's a good question. Um, I would say probably like the, the traditional one because the oldest money would probably be more traditional, I would assume. Um, although there are some old money people who just try and look hip and cool with the kids so they get the super trendy stuff. Um, the least amount of old money would be at the clothing store called the clothing store. Okay. Wasn't, uh, Vivaldi described as old money though? He is old money. So should we stray away from that? It's Vodachi. Everybody's old money. Well, right. money. Okay. I'm, I'm getting the old money looks for Q, but I'm gonna go to the new money store for some accessories. That's what you <laughs> want. You want the classic. You want to build off a nice neutral base, and we're gonna style it up with the accessories. Um, Man, that is. Welcome Q, to the I... fashion podcast. <laughs> and I will also get some clothes from Loriana, specifically from the new money store, the trendy gotcha. store. Um. Arthur wants to ask you for more money to buy something for Giuseppe. <laughs> yeah, but like, don't spend too. Well, just buy whatever you would buy, and it's probably going to look okay. Um, and gives right. you some money. Um, cool. Arthur's gonna go to, uh, I guess, the Gap, just the clothing store. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a Gap rewards card somewhere in my. The Gap, you know. The, um, yeah, the Gap. In uh, fact, there's a. <laughs> Uh, this store is they they recently took over another store called the other clothing store and the two buildings there's a large alleyway between them uh, one might say a gap so one of them sells pants the other one sells shirts <laughs> okay so <laughs> Arthur is going to go into the one that sells uh, shirts I would also mm -hmm. assume it sells headwear too probably yes. okay um, are you buying a hat oh I love this continue so Arthur is going to uh, look around, and what he's looking for for Giuseppe is like you know a shirt that looks like kind of middle classish. Like you know he's gonna wear some of his farm clothes still, but he's like moving up in the world, and then get him like a wide brimmed hat to kind of hide his face. Okay, absolutely. Um, the guy behind the counter says, "Will this be all, sir?" Um, actually, this is a bit of an odd request. Are you familiar with the story of Robin Goodfellow? Who? Oh, never mind. But I'm looking for a, a, a hat, a kind of a hunter's hat. Uh, would you have anything like that kind of pointy in the front, wider in the back? Uh, uh, not typically the, the type of thing people worry about here, but I'll, I can go back and check, uh, go into the back and check for you, sir. Um, that would be great. 
try not to steal anything, but I mean, then again, whatever. You're only stealing from the rich. And he, <laughs> uh, this young merchant, uh, walks and back. He looks like a teenager. I think he, he's like 18 years old. <laughs> and he walks into the uh, walks into the back behind a, a fancy looking curtain that's a bit gaudy. And he comes back with a hat exactly as he described. And he said, "Is this what you're talking about?" Ah, exactly. Thank you very much. I'd like to add this to my order as well. Okay, uh, that plus the 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 pants or the sorry that plus the shirt. It's two wealth points, sir. Um, I don't know how much Q gave me, but <laughs> um, Q, how much money did you give uh, me? Okay, Q is don't don't you get like two wealth points a day or something? Yeah something i think so like i get an extra wealth point and like wealth points aren't like currency it is just like a status like of aristocracy right like it's not like a a wealth point is like you don't lose the wealth wealth points points. like you don't spend the wealth points it's just yeah yeah so like you don't need any wealth points to be able to uh survive like and buy your your it's clothes like the and your food of for the day. It's like number dollar signs on a on a Google review. Yeah. Right. Oh, like number dollar signs next to the Yelp thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. So uh, he says, uh, uh, "Okay, if that'll be all, sir, uh, that'll be uh, five hundred fodachins." Um, Arthur's kind of unfamiliar with the the kind of trade uh <laughs> kind of what the what the exchange rate is from vodachin currency to montane currency so he's just gonna put a or, vague amount uh, of two gold <laughs> all right so he, he slaps down two gold and thanks him and puts <laughs> on his hat and leaves i'm imagining uh the robin hood men in tights hat that what's his face wears nailed it yeah that's exactly what i was thinking that's, <laughs> oh, perfect that's... I think Will Turner wears um, one at some point in Pirates of the Caribbean, so yeah. that's what I'm yeah. uh, I love it. All right, uh, Arthur Arthur gives the shirt and the hat to Giuseppo and says, go into the gap there and change, will you? You look a little bit less conspicuous. <laughs> I know it's not that funny. I just think it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, Giuseppo says, uh, like this... Uh, my goodness, it's so plain. You went in there to spend money given to you by a rich Monte Noble, and you, you, I mean, look at me. I'm going to look like a, like an artisan, not a merchant or a peasant. This isn't even uh, trendy. What is this? It's inconspicuous, you dolt. Now put it on. But I'm grateful notices. for it. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. <laughs> and he like scurries into the gap uh, and comes back out looking uh, a lot less conspicuous. <laughs> All right. is changed in the alleyway uh anything else you want to do um arthur's just gonna wait for q and loriana um yeah all right and that's our q um loriana and q are uh, i'm I'm also with q and loriana just to oh yeah yes just to say where i am that i haven't like split off anywhere (laughs) right I'm finding a black market. Not anymore. We've we've <laughs> we've learned. Yeah, let's not do that anymore. Uh, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, she's learning. I'll I'll make the I'll make the prison break episode. It's happening. Um, 
So last thing I do, I'm not deleting. I've refused to delete those notes off my laptop. Arthur okay. would be so pissed if after all the emotional growth, Shade was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to steal some more shit. Like, <laughs> after you guys est- establish, like, this is the character growth episode, and you guys are like, actually, nah, I just wanted the mechanics. <laughs> Screw the narrative. If Sinead steals again, Arthur is going to refer to her only as child. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, well, don't um, steal shit. It won't happen. I'm not going to... I'll do what I want. How about that? Child. Child. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> You're not my dad. That, that is true. Arthur is not Sinead's dad. That's true. Yes. The more you know. <laughs> Snapple's getting whack with these facts this year in 2021. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm just spouting lore. You guys don't even need to unlock this stuff. I'm just giving to you. I gave um, you such a good lore hook with that question I asked the, the merchant. I'm a little bit upset you didn't you didn't go with it, but that's fine. Uh, he's, not really. Ask somebody else about it. They they probably know. Uh, not well, that guy. He's. It's an Avalonian for... legend anyway, so it was a shot in the dark. But I want back. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, Q, you're leading the way. Which store did you, did you say you're going to go to first? Start with the old money store, get my outfit, go to the new money store, get accessories and something for Loriana. Okay, so you're at the old money store. Uh, everything is expensive and black. <laughs> Beautiful. We will dress this up. We will add some accent colors. Um, you will purchase a very fine set of um, just solid black pants as well as a solid black button-down shirt with incredibly puffy sleeves. Oh, it's going to be so cool. Uh, anything else uh, you want to get? From the old money store, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there is a young woman at the counter um, who says, Oh, my goodness. I see we have a person of taste. These are... It's a classic look that it will only get even more in style. Of course. Well, you know. Black never goes out of style. Not really. Not if you know how to accessorize. I've been trying to tell people that forever. Um, you know, well, the witches have been wearing black for like a million years. So I, I guess that's part of the reason. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, yeah. Any interesting uh, witches come by recently? Uh, yes, actually. Um, we've had a lot of them coming in here and uh, purchasing nicer and nicer clothing and uh, uh we had this one who was she was a bit rude and uh sort of manipulative uh kept trying to haggle the price even though she probably is worth 30 times as much as me mm. um and i think she did something with the with the store i, I made her mad that we, we used to be called uh the black uh the black informal and now there's a ridiculous sign out there that just sort of changed mm. Well, you know, yeah. fate is like that sometimes. Uh, well, well, that's the weird thing is it shouldn't be. I, I think she was, I don't know. It, witches, man, what you going to do? Right. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, I, I sewed these myself. My family and I have been uh, uh, artisans of the fabric and, and tailoring for, for generations. Uh, that'll be uh, 3,000 Vodachin dollars. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, which is still nothing compared to Q's enormous wealth points. <laughs> yep. Um, and I leave a good tip as well. Uh, she she says, 
Um, I, uh, my lunch break is in uh, a couple hours if you wanted to stop by. Um, if I, uh, if my friends and I are free, we have some business to attend to, but if I have the time, I will. Your accent, uh, are you from, uh, are you Montaigne? Uh, oui, yeah. I, uh, it's, haven't been there in quite some time, but... It's just a nice accent. Uh, well, I'm sure you're very educated, but just in case you don't know, uh, Vodach and lunch breaks are like an hour and a half, so you have plenty of time to come by. Good to know. Okay. Um, on to the accessory store. On to the trendy store. Trendy Vulcan. store. Oriana All right. Fixed up. This place uh, is an explosion of color um it looks like there's stuff from all over the place there's like there's uh castilian red there's Cathay maroon there's um like the the dyes used to dye those clothing did not come from with anywhere of like 500 miles of vodachi amazing what are those called coconut okay so yeah um, I am going to get, because in my mind, this takes place in 16th century Europe, even though it's fantasy 16th century Europe, um, and we are in Vodachi, I am going to get Loriana, um, a beautiful dress, and you know, the style is to have the, the very separate ornate sleeves that are sewn, um, onto the garment, so I'm going to pick out some very beautiful kind of almost like paisley patterns, kind of scrolling uh, sleeves for her. Um, and these are like the coconut, like red with like gold embroidery. I'll get, um, a you know, a, a, mod a sufficiently chaste bodice for um, a woman of status and um, in a kind of off yellow with um, black lace work. Um, as well as not a not too big of a skirt, um, but um, something simple um, and some petticoats. I will give Sinead some money to buy herself something reasonable. I myself will find um, a beautiful uh, deep red sash for a belt, um, some very like reflective shoes, ideally. I'd like a hat, not like at the level of like a fascinator, but like, you know, a very beautiful, um, deep red to complement the blue hair um, with some feathers and ostentation and as well uh, purchase, because I've decided it's convenient, I'll purchase some makeup so cute can have some cute little blue eyeshadow and some deep purple lips. And um, as well as, uh, I guess they just have their moon necklace so they'll buy some silver rings to complement that. Oh, and the sparkly shoes are like sparkly shoes are also silver. Oh wow, that is that is beautiful. Um, when you walk up to the counter, a the one of the most beautiful men you have ever seen uh, is uh, behind it. He is uh, staring off uh, into space. He's his jawline could cut a block of wood. Detectable stubble, beautiful black hair, and those Vodachan eyes that are so green and so pretty. Um, and he looks at your pile of stuff with uh, a look of admiration and says, I've been working here for so long, I have never seen something so trendy. 
such a combination of our best goods. Uh, it's, it's, it's as though you went through a uh, uh, garden and picked the prettiest flowers and put them in a bouquet. I mean, you know, I am from Montaigne. This is sort of how we do. That does make total sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll be uh, ten thousand uh, Vodachin dollars, aka uh, still within your wealth point wealth point range. <laughs> uh, yeah, the inflation of the Vodachin currency is worrying. It's uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's not great. Hyperinflation, um, but also like that's still a lot of money. It's just being within the inner circle. Of oh, the most sure. powerful person of the richest country or second richest but most powerful country in the world. Like <laughs> Q's status is just like ridiculous and I love it. Um so you pay them uh you pay the man his pocket change and he says You know, uh I get off of on on lunch break in a couple hours. Uh I'm rolling my eyes in the back of the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, um I sort of already made uh, plans with the lovely lady next door for lunch, but, you know, perhaps we could all go out to lunch and just see what happens. He he sort of glares in that direction, and he says, Oh, the thorn in my side. What is tradition? There is no beauty in, in tradition. Beauty is what's new and, and interesting. Well, but how do you define what is new and interesting if you don't have a tradition to work against? I have no idea. The point is, she makes money, and therefore I make less money, because she's a competitor, and therefore I hate her. This is how we work here in Modachi. Ah, so straightforward. Well, uh, as I told her, if I have time, I will be back around here for lunch, and we can figure it out then. Uh, all right, absolutely. Um, he says, okay, thank you. I hope to see you. And I'm guessing you take your leave? Yep. Well, I gotta describe what I'm buying. I know. I, oh, that's right. Yes, you're right. It's Sinead's <laughs> turn. Absolutely. Sinead, what do you get for yourself in the trendy Botachin store? Well, I'm so curious. So I think, uh, I mean, Sinead doesn't super care about what she wears, but I think mm -hmm. she just kind of wants to upgrade what she has. Um, so I think maybe trade like the white shirt that she has maybe for like a dark maroon. Um, she, she's very primary colors, like red, yellow, and blue. Um, but I think maybe toning down the, the, the brightness of it, maybe for like a, a deep maroon and maybe a black vest instead now. Um, and then okay. maybe just new, new boots and pants just to, to have something new. Um, absolutely. Um, as you take it to the counter, um, he, he says, my goodness, you have chosen a very difficult to come by item. This maroon is dyed from uh, certain rocks that are hard to find in Cathay. And I believe it's, yes, this is our Cathay and silk as well. It's a beautiful shirt. Well, must mean I have good taste then. <laughs> I suppose so. All this together, uh, 8,000 Vodachi dollars. Uh, the equivalent of like three, like you need two wealth points, I'd say. Does Sinead uh, have two wealth points? Uh, I don't know. Q just gave me money. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm covering whatever awesome. Sinead wants. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Q puts uh, another pile of money on the counter. Uh, Sinead, you have your new duds. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, there's a changing room in the back, or you guys can also change in the gap. <laughs> uh, I'll change in the back. Yeah, same. 
So everybody uh, gets changed. You're now all ready to blend in with uh, the humans. And you uh, head your way out. And Loriana, dressed in incredibly uh, inconspicuous clothing, uh, but still very beautiful, um, rather wealthy looking, uh, meets lower middle class Giuseppo, who's dressed as a, a low-level merchant and no longer a peasant farmer who would have no place in the city. Uh, the two of them look longingly into each other's eyes, and it's f- so serene and peaceful. The uh, the Venetian, <laughs> basically, uh, landscape of all these haphazard buildings that were definitely built for more to flaunt wealth and style than they were for practicality are haphazardly uh, ref- reflecting various amounts of light with their shiny structures and their uh, gaudiness. Um, You can smell money, love, and danger. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.